Hi, good morning. It's Councillor Glenn. It is Saturday, the 25th of September. Uh, bonjour, uh, bonne fête aux Franco-Ontariennes et aux Franco-Ontariens. Uh, this morning I am at Paul Lindsay Park and I'm here because um, a pretty simple reason. Um, there's a new park bench here. A nice spot if you want to come out and uh, just enjoy some time outside this afternoon or maybe watch the sunset. Uh, there's a new park bench here that's been installed in the past couple of weeks here at Paul Lindsay. Just adjust my camera here. It's a beautiful spot. There's a, a pond back here. This is a stormwater management pond, but uh, in a, a beautiful natural setting. A uh, great place to watch the sunset. There's a, a beautiful willow tree back behind me you can probably see. And uh, you'll often see ducks and frogs and other animals over here. Paul Lindsay Park in Amberwood. It's on Springbrook Drive. Uh, really nice place to visit. Thank you to Gabby from my office and Ray from the parks team for installing the new bench in the last couple weeks. It's great. I have a lot of updates today. Two pages on my card and a ton of stuff, so I'll jump right into it. Uh, first of all, on COVID, as you probably know, this is the first week as of Wednesday for the Ontario government's vaccination, proof of vaccination rules. So there's certain businesses and public settings where you will be required to have proof of vaccination. If you're looking for more information, like how to find your vaccine certificate or what kind of ID you might need or any of the details and nuances around those, uh, those rules, go to Ontario.ca. Uh, that's where you can find all of the information. Um, I know um, there's been concern, some concern around testing and the availability of testing, certainly uh, parents and students especially. Uh, the Moody Drive Testing Center, which is the closest one to us here in Stittsville, they've extended their hours to add more uh, appointments for people. And also I saw yesterday that CHEO is now doing a takeaway test kit program. So if you go to the CHEO website, you can find some more information. If you have any questions about the vaccine, any questions about testing, any questions about COVID, ottawapublichealth.ca. That's the place to go. We've had a super busy week at City Hall. I was thinking last night, it must be one of the busiest weeks uh, since I've, I've um, been on the job here. Um, we started last Sunday with uh, a very bad incident, which was the derailment of a train in the East End, one of the LRT trains. Uh, we had a transit commission scheduled for Monday morning, so that was really the focus there. Uh, I posted uh, some notes from that on my website, but I wanted to just, um, three things I think. Number one is, um, I want to apologize. Sorry. I'm sorry. We all are to um, uh, OC Transport riders. The last couple of years with the train in service and, and the continuing problems with the train, um, it's not acceptable and I can completely understand your frustration. It's not the level of service that you expect or deserve and we are all working diligently to get this fixed for you, first of all. Second of all, uh, we do have an investigation underway. So last year, March 2020, City Council initiated a process called a Notice of Default. This is a, a series of legal steps that are spelled out in the contract when there are issues with RTG, the train's operator. And it allows us to make sure that any issues with the train get corrected. 
Uh, I suppose, uh, you know, there's a number of outcomes from that. We obviously want to have the train corrected. At some point, you could also look at ending that contract, but there's a whole number of legal steps that need to be satisfied there. So we have, a, as part of that notice of default, we've initiated a third-party review of the construction and the ongoing operations of the system, and we're expecting to get an update on that uh, within the next few months. We have our next update on the whole issue of the contract on October 5th. We have a special meeting for our finance committee on that one. Um, in terms of rail safety right now, the LRT line is closed. We've deployed some extra buses as a detour route to get uh, uh, to get you from Tunney's Pasture out to the East End or, or downtown or any points in between there. Um, the train will not resume service until the investigation of the derailment is complete and until an independent safety officer who we've hired has, uh, has signed off on the safety plan and the return to service plan. So that's pretty important there. Um, the last thing is uh, the mayor and Councillor Hoodley, who's chair of transit, they have, uh, uh, they're gonna be introducing a motion at our next council meeting in October around free transit service for the month of December. Uh, it's a small way to try to make up for the inconvenience and loss of service. It's uh, certainly not the only thing we need to do to compensate riders or to, to say sorry to riders, uh, but it's, it's one thing that we can do. And in order to offset the fare revenue loss, we're gonna be taking that out of the payments we would normally be making to Rito Transit. So that's LRT. What else happened this week? Um, I think I mentioned this last week, but in case I didn't, I wanted to mention it again. On Wednesday, City Council approved a new regime of towing regulations uh, to better protect consumers. There's been some lot of, lot of issues with some unscrupulous tow truck operators and also the operators of the parking lots where some cars get impounded. There's some very strict new rules, a set fee schedule, and a new licensing scheme as well. So that's to protect Ottawa consumers. That's really good news. And was reminded this week that this is something that former Stittsville councillor Shad Codry worked on and was pushing for when he was in office several years ago. So we finally got that report uh, to council in the past few days and we've, uh, we've approved that. It takes effect January 1st. Um, I'll switch gears here. Let's get to some local things right now. Um, E-cargo bikes. I don't know if you've heard about this. The city has approved a pilot of e-cargo bikes, electric cargo bikes. These are intended as uh, as bikes to do deliveries and so on. We've got a pilot site that we're looking like looking at um, in Stittsville over on Sweetenham Drive for Purolator. So they would basically be uh, uh, instead of sending out Purolator trucks into local communities, they'd be sending out electric bikes that are specially designed to carry cargo and and shipment shipment boxes things like that. Uh, so I think that's a really neat initiative. If we can get more trucks off the road and replace those with, with, uh, with e-cargo bikes, that'd be great in terms of safety, uh, just in terms of vehicles on the road and so on. So really interesting pilot. I'll be sharing some more information about that soon. Uh, we have launched the Stittsville Main Street consultation around a new public realm plan. I've talked about this a little bit before. I'll try to describe it succinctly here. Um, think of the public realm of a street, Stittsville Main Street example, for example, is everything between the private property. So the, the roads, the sidewalks, the boulevards that the city owns, and everything within that. The garbage cans, the street lights, um, benches, decorative elements. We're doing a review so we can come up with a design for that, budget for that, 
and then redo that street in the future. So we'll be having a public consultation meeting later on this fall that you can participate in. Uh, there'll be some information up this weekend on my website about the scope of the project and what's, what it's all about and uh, welcoming, welcoming your feedback if you have any ideas feedback on the public realm and what you'd like to see on Stittsville Main Street. One thing that's important for me is we've got to look at how to improve pedestrian and cycling safety on that street. It's a challenge because it's a narrow street, but there's got to be a way that we can include safe space for pedestrians and for cyclists and also manage all the vehicles that are on that street as well. Um, blasting, the blasting um, near Shea Road, west of Shea Road, for the trunk sewer is finished. This week, blasting east of Shea Road for the remainder of that trunk sewer will continue. So the trunk sewer is following roughly the, the Cope Road corridor. So there's a, a clearing that's uh, in the middle of the forest there where Cope Road is gonna run. Underneath that road will be a trunk sewer. So head uh, east of um, Shea Road along that corridor to about Angel Heights in the Westwood neighborhood. That's where they're gonna be doing some blasting. Starting this week, it will last about three or four weeks, so to late October. There's information on my website at glengower.ca slash blasting. Uh, I'm not sure if we've updated this, this latest one there, but it certainly will be there in the next day or two if you're looking for more information. If you're in Timbermere, uh, Ladybird Park, there's, uh, there's been some uh, real decimation of the trees there due to emerald ash borer over the past few years. So city staff will be in this week at uh, Ladybird Park doing some planting, some rehabilitation, planting some saplings, cleaning up some of the, some of the uh, vegetation there. So that's good news to do some reforestation there at uh, Ladybird Park. The other thing, if you're at Alexander Grove on Monday or Tuesday and wondering why there's all sorts of uh, aerial trucks there doing work in the trees and everything, there's some training happen, happening for the city's forestry department. This will be in the big tall trees at Alexander Grove. They're doing some uh, aerial and bucket rescue training, which is kind of neat. So if you're walking through the park Monday or Tuesday, that's what that is. Uh, we got word that there's an application for another cannabis shop in Stittsville at 1261 Stittsville Main Street. This is the plaza that has, uh, it's next to Brown's, it has the, um, what's there? There's the, uh, the Four Seasons uh, Pool, there's the uh, Mahogany Spa, there's the Subway, there's an application there for a new cannabis shop. That's through the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario, so if you have comments or want more information about that, go to agco.ca, I believe, and you can submit your comments to the province there. Uh, what else is going on? There's so much happening. Okay, this week, tomorrow, the uh, Rotary Club of Stittsville is doing a tree giveaway with Ecology Ottawa. Um, it's tomorrow morning. You can find information on their Facebook page or on their website. They're giving away uh, saplings, and it'll be at W.J. Bell Rotary Peace Park uh, on, uh, on Cherry Drive in the south part of the community. On Monday and Tuesday evening, we are hosting our uh, public feedback meetings for the Green Parks pilot. So if you live in Timbermere, come on out on Monday night. And if you live near Stitt Street or if you live near uh, uh, the Rotary Peace Park, come out on Tuesday evening. You can find information on Facebook and on my website about that. On Wednesday night, there is a public meeting about the new official plan. This is a citywide meeting where you can get uh, a preview. City staff will walk you through the city plan report. We have that coming to a committee on October 15th. It's pretty important. It is the document that's going to guide the growth of Ottawa 
over uh, the next, uh, well, it's going to set the stage for the next few decades. We're going to grow from a million people to a million four, and we need to figure out how to accommodate all of those people and still maintain the great quality of life that we have. So looking at things like transportation and parks and public health that all stem from this official plan. So uh, October, uh, sorry, September 29th is the date for that meeting, and then it's coming to committee on October 14th. Oh, and next Saturday morning, I'm going to be doing my video live, as I always do, from uh, Village Square Park. We're going to be joined by Safer Roads Ottawa for a bit of a, a cycling gear giveaway. They're going to have some pre free bike bells, um, some free bicycle lights, some safety equipment. That's Safer Roads Ottawa, uh, 9 to 11, next Saturday morning, October 2nd. Uh, we'll go if it's light rain, if it's pouring rain, I think we have a rain date, but uh, if you're interested in some free bike safety gear, that's October 2nd. And of course this week, perhaps most importantly, September 30th is the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. At a city level, we are uh, closing down administrative operations in recognition of that day. And I really encourage residents to take some time on September 30th to reflect on truth and reconciliation to educate yourselves, learn about the issues, and uh, really take some time to honor that day on September 30th. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. I hope you get outside and uh, get a chance to explore. Maybe walk down, uh, check out the bench here at uh, Paul Lindsay Park. There's some great pathway networks all throughout here. It connects over to Shea Road and the Trans-Canada Trail. If you've never been here, come check it out. There's a, a playground over there as well. A uh, great place to uh, come for a walk. There's been a lot of people walking by behind me here with their dogs this morning. Some really nice gardens in the neighborhood as well. So good place to explore. Have a great week and uh, I'll talk to you next Saturday. Take care.